Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ and John here, as always, while, as always, Kane has to flee from yet another blizzard. All you people up north, be safe. Move further south. Don't know what to tell you. Okay, but John and I are here with Dynasty Trade Calculator, all of its calculating and ranking goodness to help everyone understand value a little better. And in the non-point scoring season, it can get a little tough because points at least give you a direction. We don't need none of them points. Points, those are for suckers. Or for John when we are in the point scoring season, but we're not. So... John, we we had the four players last week where I took two, John took two, and we decided why not just swap. So John's going to give us the first two. John, who do you got a quarterback for us? All right. I have a quarterback that uh, I don't think we've talked about in a while, honestly, if ever. Nice. Like you, You've yeah. been pulling those out lately. I like it. Who do you got? Jordan Love. All right. So, yes, we may have never talked about him, but there was a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, good reason. But I think we kind of have to talk about him now at this yeah, point, right? Like, I don't really have a lot of confidence in Jordan Love. I don't have a lot of Jordan Love on any rosters. Um, I don't think even though he was a first-round pick, I don't think I drafted him anywhere. Anywhere. I didn't draft him anywhere. I have one share of him, I believe, on a rebuild because I like having just in case shares yeah i kind of wonder like i kind of wonder if i acquired him at all because you know if i have him the only way i have him is probably by a hey throw in jordan love too throw in jordan love and we'll call it like like yeah throw in jordan love that that's what he's always been the calculator still kind of reflects that that's what he is now uh the difference is look i i don't know exactly what's going to happen with rogers but he sounds gone he sounds gone. The The Packers, I don't know that. I feel like what I the sense I get from Aaron Rodgers, he wants to be wooed over every flipping year now. Yeah. Like, oh, beg me to come back. I think the Packers are going to be like, no, nah, you're good. All right, see ya. <laughs> like, they we're not doing this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, sooner or later they get tired of it. Like, he wants this relationship where somebody just loves him and shows it constantly. Get the fuck over yourself, buddy. Get out. I think I honestly think like that. I think the breakup is coming. Um, I don't think they're in a position to really draft a quarterback uh, that would come in and start. So I think we're going to get a, a year of Jordan love. Like, <laughs> and I haven't seen anything about them going after anyone else. So it's not like they're in the Derek Carr uh, market or anything like that. Yeah. I, I have not heard anything about that. That's, that doesn't seem to be the Packers' way. I mean, granted, they drafted 15th overall, which yeah, that's not going to get a starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, uh, unless they're. It sounds like more and more that Will Levis is going early. Uh, the Colts are up at four. I keep saying I kept saying six. That's wrong. Um, maybe Richardson falls and they take I, him. I but think so. I think I think all four of the quarterbacks will be gone by then. Uh, most likely. Um, but yeah, so. so I think we're and getting Jordan Love, unless Rodgers returns. Yeah, I I mean, I said it, it didn't look like it was happening last year, and it ended up happening. 
especially yeah. after they got rid of Adams, no less. It, se- it seems less likely this year. So I think it's time to talk about Jordan Love. So I think it's time he, to talk about Jordan Love. He comes in on the calculator at 3.1. That is less wow. than the 2023 2.12. So you're essentially looking at like the, I mean, the calculator doesn't sort third round picks by individual draft slot. But we're basically talking the 301, 302, somewhere right in there. Like, to me, that's absurd. You're, <laughs> I don't think anybody's giving up Jordan Love right now for a third. Uh, so I'm going to set the line at the 2.12. Oh, I thought you were going to go higher. No, uh, 2.12. Let's let's start there. I would absolutely give up a 212 for someone who has a decent chance of starting this year. I'd give I up see. a 212 for a good backup. So would I, and it feels so gross. Like, here's the I, I, but he's also he's young. When we get to the list, you're going to see some different options. But he's still young see, enough, and I mean, they did invest. Very reflective of what they did between Favre and Rogers. The real difference between these two situations was Rogers was really really good. There were years <laughs> of good hype articles for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like I remember, even back then, when the internet wasn't what it is now, when we didn't have as many outlets as we do now, but I still found ways of hearing how good Aaron Rodgers was in practice. Yeah. Like they called him the chameleon because he would be able to emulate any opposing quarterback they were playing against. Like, and the fact that I still even remember like that small thing about him, like we haven't heard anything good about Jordan Love. Nope. I, I, I don't hear a lot of positives. I, I don't, re- I don't hear a lot of negatives. I don't hear anything, but anything. I hear nothing. <laughs> so like, oh. honestly, like again, we're not at a point where I can say, well, at the 207 is where I lose interest in the round of players, but I have to assume I would go up to a mid second at this point to send yeah. away from Jordan Love. If again, it would have to be a rebuilding team. I would not want to have to start him this season. Nope. Like it would really just be the hope of a value bump. That's really yep. all it would be. Like let him have two, three good games and have those people that were Jordan Love fans three years ago take their victory laps, even though they haven't talked about him in three years, and hopefully get a much couple, earlier second or late seconds. <laughs> that would be my that would be the my highest aspirations, I think. And I would cash out at that point. If oh, I got I, him for the 212 and somebody offered me, well, I've got my 2024 and 2025 second. Yeah, you want those? Say, yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Yes, I will. I will take those and you can have Jordan Love. And I just turned the 212 into that. Like that's that's the that's the main reason I would be going to get him. I mean, granted, <laughs> because of the way I play quarterback, I may end up starting him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but he, I mean, there is a, within the realm of possibilities that he's good. It's within the realm of possibilities that he's going to be one of the top twenty-four scoring quarterbacks on any given Sunday. Yeah, especially when you know four teams aren't playing one week, six teams aren't playing another week. I'm not saying I want to start him as my QB two. I'm saying if he's my QB three, there's going to be times where I have to start him. But if he's a starting quarterback, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes that is literally all it takes to fill that super flex spot is they are starting the game on Sunday. That right, is so what very matters. curious. What the list going to look like the list. Jameis Winston doesn't currently have a job that we know of Malik Willis. I don't believe he's in line for the starting job right now. Seem like it Matt Ryan. Oh, should probably just retire. Doesn't have, doesn't have a job right now. And Jacoby Brissett. 
What? Wait, so did he only have a one-year deal? Like, is oh, he... I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm well, not going to give him the drafting young. In which case, he's not there. Matt Ryan most likely won't be the starter. I, I, I don't believe Matt Ryan is the Jacoby starter. Brissett was your last so, one. Jacoby Brissett is the final one. All of these players ranged from about three and a half to three in the calculator. Can you put anyone but Jordan Love first? Because he's uh, the only one that seems like he has a shot at a real shot at starting right now. I think you can put I, I think you could put Jacoby Brissett first. He looked good enough in Cleveland that there are so many open quarterback jobs right now that I think he has a chance to be that guy that gets signed like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Come in and start yeah. eight games. I, you know, what he's been pretty whoever recently. drafts Anthony Richardson or something like that. Oh, we're gonna go ahead and just pull Jacoby Brissett over here too for you know at least the start, at least the start of the game. All right. So I mean I have the rest of my order because I already said I do have Jordan Love first for all exactly that. We've there's a good chance he's a starter. He's young, and there's still people who grasp onto the fact that they like him. So I think he will be easily flipped for again two seconds, two future seconds, no less. Yeah. And I it, mean, if he uh, actually let's say there there is a chance. Again, this is a slim chance, but of this list, he's probably Malik Willis, I think, also could get to being worth a first, but he would have to actually start and produce. And same with Jordan Love. He has to start and produce. But they could become a quarterback in Superflex that just is worth a first because that's what quarterbacks end up being worth. But yeah, but I still think max of two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm, that's I'm not setting my sights any higher. I'm not waiting for a first if I could get two seconds. So I have Love first, Bursette second, because he's the, like you said, he's the next in line. He's the next yeah. Bridgewater, the next Fitzpatrick, the next bridge quarterback. Because you're right, he has games where he plays well, doesn't have too many games where he plays terribly. Well so enough. I, I, I think he's good enough. I have Malik Willis third because he does have the highest ceiling out of the rest of them. He's the youngest out of the rest of them. And he's the kind of guy that I feel like you'll be able to trade for a second for the next year or two just because people will still hold on to that running upside. You know, there's always he'll, always, of... he'll always be that option of a second, maybe. He's yeah. my late second. From the right person, not from everyone, clearly. And then I have Jameis and then Matt Ryan. I, Because if they both get starting jobs, which they both could go into somewhere with a QB battle or something, Jameis just has the higher upside because he is Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan is <laughs> Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan, is Matt Ryan. <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to expand on that. I have the exact same list as you. Okay, cool. And the, I mean, their their rationale and reasonings are very similar. Uh, I considered putting Malik Willis two above Brissett only well. because, like, I think if they get on the if they if both were to be able to see the field, let's say Tannehill uh, is out out of, injured. Let's say he's injured at the beginning of the year, and Malik Willis sees the field. Actually, and they'll bring in Josh Dobbs or something to start over him, which. Oh my God. Like that's just, I still can't believe that they did that. Yeah. Um, I get it. They, you know, they felt more comfortable with Josh Dobbs, but like you drafted Malik Willis, you should have played him. Nonetheless, I, I think there's an argument for him to be number two on this list. I agree. All of these quarterbacks could be starters <laughs> in 2023. None of them could be starters in 2023. Like that's the range of outcomes when you get down the quarterback this low. But I don't mind throwing the 212 at a couple of these guys because your upside is that you get a starting quarterback for the 212. That's just not going to happen. I mean, I that's think all the only one I just straight up wouldn't bother with at this point is Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not interested in him. I. I. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would give it for Jameis. I. I um, wouldn't want to. I would. If he signs somewhere, then I like. If I yes. heard there was interest from the right teams, yeah. I would consider it. Like even then, because Jameis on the field is fantasy points. Yep. Sometimes they might be negative. But, Doesn't matter. Know. But they'll average out to a really good score. Yeah. So, I mean, the top three, I think I'm pretty easily given the 2-12-4. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. But mostly this is a a group where if I – these are the guys that when I get a trade offer over the next couple of months, I'm going to look at their roster and see if I can add – maybe I'll add my 2024 third and give this quarterback to me. Like, like, let's give me a little something. You know, I'll give you a little bit more and you give me a little bit more. These are the kinds of quarterbacks that I like to target. They might do nothing. This is also the main point of this whole thing is this is why you should trade your 20 or your future second in season for somebody that is literally getting you points right then and there, Uh, especially if you're a contender that would have ended up with a 212. Wouldn't you have rather traded that 212 for any quarterback during the season that you needed? Like get that bump, use that player, because what you can get out of it is Jordan Love. Malik Willis, Jacoby Brissett, like, but when it's still a second that could finish anywhere, it's got more value. So if you're really right, so a contender, always trade that players, second. Speaking of players that you like to trade for in season to get you points, you actually brought a running back at the non-point. I did season. bring a running back, and we are dumpster diving again value-wise. Love it. Let's go. Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really funny because it sounds gross but it's one of those when you stop and look at what actually happened in the past couple of weeks it's yeah. not the worst idea he's he's been getting more usage in that offense yep look um there there's no matter who else is with him in that backfield there is always going to be room for a second running back in an offense that is good <laughs> and, and that specific offense there's room for a second and third running back because yes that's what they do Yes. I mean, I don't expect him to ever get goal line carries. Why would he? They have way better options down there. But coming in at a calculator value of two. Oh. Two. Oh. What can you get? What, what, what do you have to give to get a guy worth two? Um, I put it down as a couple of thirds because one third came in at like one and a half. So like, fine, give give a couple of thirds. Would you give a couple of thirds to get a running back that is second currently, I guess, on the depth chart? Well, Miles isn't on the depth chart. Correct. That's why I said it with such a tone that implies <laughs> is Kenneth Gainwell perhaps number one on the depth chart right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. there, there will be another running back there. See, I think this is another one of the, yeah, they well, they need bodies. They always, but. I think this is one of those, like we were saying before, it's not really one of those one for one, but like you were talking about with Jordan Love, like this is something like I'll throw in this and you just throw me Kenneth Gainwell and we'll call it a deal. Like, I don't think you go and trade straight out for Kenneth Gainwell, but if it was on the table of me giving the 302 and the 309, I would probably do that for Kenneth Gainwell because your, your dart throws will be. I'd probably give the 301 and 302 for him. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to make it seem like, a little, but yeah, you're right. Like, you're this is less of a Kenneth Gainwell is less of a dart throw because we know what team he's on. We know that team drafted him for whatever reason, and we know his play on a field. We know that the past 
like maybe three weeks before the end of the season, all the way through the playoffs, all the way through the Super Bowl, he started seeing more and more work. Like, I'm not sure if they were phasing out Miles Sanders because they knew he was at the end of his contract. There were rumors of Sanders being a little bumped up. No, injured, whatever. I think I said that wrong. No idea. Uh, so maybe that's why Gainwell was seeing that action, but Gainwell was seeing that action, and he's quick. Mm-hmm. And that's good, and especially in a fast-moving offense like that. So easily a couple of thirds. I think he's got a real good chance at returning value. If you give a two, couple of thirds, yeah. I think you can quickly turn him into a second. <laughs> like, like, And honestly, before the season starts, like if they don't do anything crazy at running back, by default, Kenneth values Kenneth Gainwell's value is going to increase pretty significantly. Not like firsts or high seconds, but you can go from a couple of thirds to probably a mid-second just based on the fact that they don't bring in a highly drafted or good free agent running back. Even the good free agent running backs. I mean, they're they're while they will be good free agent running backs, they will be older. <laughs> I think like if they bring in David Montgomery, I think Kenneth Gainwell won't get a, a bump. But if they bring in like Alexander Madison. Yeah, he, like another guy that basically has been the Kenneth Gainwell role his entire uh, career, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I think there's room for him to go up almost in every circumstance because it only I takes agree. it only takes one game to be back on that field at the beginning of the year and go, oh, he his role has grown since he got drafted here. He yeah. is going to be worth a second. I mean, Short Madison has probably been like, worth a second repeatedly over and over and over and over, you know. Short of like Bijan or Gibbs coming in. Short of them oh, bringing God, in yes. a stud, bringing in a workhorse kind of guy. I agree. I, his value goes up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So. I'm super, super interested in this list. Huh. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, Jarek okay. McKinnon, oh. Samaj P. Ryan, Raheem Mostert, and Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren. Raheem Mostert, Samaj P. Ryan, Jarek McKinnon, and Kenneth Gainwell. Actually put some good. Okay. Well, I mean, I will forever be biased for Jarek McKinnon. Hey, he was awesome down the stretch. And he's like 42, so. I think he was only on a one-year deal too, though, right? Like he's not, I I believe he was a one-year. Yeah, but they'll also bring him back for vet minimum at this point, so. He should get more than that. (laughs) Unless he just wants to keep playing there, which I can completely understand. Why not? It's got to be fun. I'm pretty sure he's won two Super Bowls with them at this point, so why why go somewhere else? Uh, Well, money, but yeah. Um. Money, 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 money. See, it's really funny. Like we were saying, as long as they don't bring in a stud to put in front of Gainwell, Gainwell gains value. I like the idea of Jalen Warren, except there is a stud in front of him, even though they yep. were giving him work. But I also just yep. think it's because they knew how bad that team was. All right, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to put Gainwell up top. Same. That's why, I, that's why I brought these two players when I was looking in these territories. Because I think they're clearly separated from the people around them value-wise. Yeah. I'll put Jarek McKinnon next. I'll I'll announce my bias and put him there. Joe Mixon will most likely not be on the Bengals. I don't know. I've seen, because I live in Cincinnati, I see a lot of Bengals stuff. There are... there, there are definitely financial reasons for him to yeah, not be there. That's what I'm leaning. That's that was the only thing I was mentioning. Like, but it's, save a lot of money, it's but not as extreme there. as it seems because the cap is going up every year so much. Yeah, like, now we're back to that. Look, two or three years ago, this cap hit probably was planned to. Well, we'll get rid of Joe Mixon then. <laughs> yeah. 
but now it's so much higher that it's only a difference of a few million or something like that. Like, like seven, seven, eight. Yeah, but if they actually go out and sign somebody to replace him or they draft somebody that they have to sign to replace him, any like the, the actual net, net, <laughs> the net, net isn't going to be, it would not, it's not expected to be all that different. So why not just pay the, pay the difference? And it, it's more expensive than they probably want to pay for Mixon but they can't go out and get a replacement for Mixon for all that much cheaper. But also, yes, it makes perfect sense. So even if they do feel like they just want to get out of Mixon because, I mean, he he didn't look good last year, except for that one game. I'll give him that one game was great. So I'll put P. Ryan there because, like you said, if they can't afford to go out and get a stud, then P. Ryan will have a good share of that work because they liked using him. And I don't know if Mixon looked that bad or P. Ryan looked that good, but (laughs) – he looked he fit that offense very well so i'll put him third i'll put jalen warren next purely because of age and situation where if Najee were to get hurt i think warren would get a lot of that work as to where Mostert was getting phased out by jeffrey wilson already at the end of the season though i love 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 watching raheem Mostert play he barely looks like he's trying and he's faster than everyone else on the field like i, I love watching him play but he's I don't know what would have to happen for him to be usable because he's on a team that you want him to be on. He's on the Dolphins. You want him on the Dolphins and still Jeffrey Wilson is in there getting all of that work. So I I don't feel necessarily safe with him, even in a, a, hopefully if Jeff Wilson gets injured role to me, I don't know. So yeah, Kenneth Gainwell, Jarek McKinnon, Samaji P. Ryan, Jalen Warren, Raheem Mostert is my order. So I have Mostert at the bottom. He's easily at the bottom for me. And Gainwell is easily at the top for me. Like Gainwell is a tier of his own. Mostert is a tier of his own down at the bottom. In between, I do have P. Ryan second. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was kind of playing the devil's advocate there against it. Uh, no. I think it, I mean, it does make sense. It's, yeah, 100%. it's even if, whether it's Mixon or they bring in somebody, P. Ryan's going to have a role. It's yeah. going to be probably at least what his role was this year. It might expand. (laughs) So, you know, that's pretty good to get him cheap. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jalen Warren, I have third. McKinnon, I have fourth. Sorry, Russ. He, You can can be as biased as you want. His value is just never going to be there. I I tried to get a second for him down the stretch in some leagues. It was tough. And he was scoring a ton of points. And people wouldn't give me a second. They're like, I'll give you a third. And I'm like, no. And then, of course, he did absolutely nothing. For <laughs> no, like, I don't want your third. I don't care. Like, if you want these this many points in the playoffs and fantasy playoffs to, to win a game, that's worth a second. Absolutely. Regardless and they're like, well, the you're not getting better in second. Like, the second the season ends. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm all, and I am the type of person that I would rather get nothing than not get what I want. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, sometimes that just pays. It's better to do that. In, in, my, in my experience, that way people know, like, I'm not just always going to think was the best offer because if the best offer doesn't line up to something that is right it doesn't mean i'm just going to take it i'd rather burn that future third <laughs> in jarek mckinnon i don't really care i like having the reputation of okay it's going to cost a second i don't need to mess with i'm not going to sit here and send john 20 messages saying i'll give you a third for him he's already said no we're going to move on all right so that's running back uh gainwell p ryan warren i i think gainwell is an easy easy go get in any trade, anytime you get a trade, check check the rosters of the people that are sending you stuff. Look for players like Love and and uh, Gainwell. This is the time of year to eh, go go ahead and give me a little bit more. Just add in. See what you can do. 
especially if people are trying to acquire picks because then they really want to get rid of like they don't care about yes. players. So if you get trades for your picks, always add in these kinds of players. Especially, yeah, if you're trading with a rebuilding team that just happens to have those young running backs in case they hit, which is what they should be doing. Kenneth Gamble might be one you easily slice away because they're probably thinking, well, I probably got him with a third, so I might as well just re-roll at this point. So nice call. I was looking at wide receiver for, because it's the non-point scoring season. I love wide receivers. This is the time where you stack your team with wide receivers that are good and I like. Let's so, be clear. It's always the time to stack your team with wide yeah, receivers. But I was trying to, yeah. Uh, so I was trying to find an area, a player that I think I like more than other people to see if it's someone I can get. That's top-ish tier, but maybe not everyone else sees him that way. And that player ended up being, when I was looking through the through the rankings, was TK Metcalf. Mm, yeah, you definitely like DK Metcalf more than the rest of the world at this point. So DK Metcalf is wide receiver 10 on the calculator's rankings. And I get it, but I think he's better than, like, okay, on a full season, DK Metcalf may have never actually posted a top 10 wide receiver season. But I still think there's players above him that may not necessarily be, not necessarily, not that they don't belong there, but I still think I would rather have DK Metcalf over um, and with the pick, this was one I was very interested in. He's worth a, a little less than the 104. And mm. I, so we're talking DK Metcalf for the 104. We're talking DK Metcalf right now, or your choice of JSN, Gibbs, yeah. Addison, or if you are a fan of one of those second tiered quarterbacks whatever like it's literally the choice like this is where the choice begins at the 104 this is a very easy decision ross you, you know the answer you know the answer, answer is the 104 should be the pick but i think the answer you, is you the go pick. back to the 105 or 106 and try and get dk metcalf i think you need to add more to get dk than you will to just move up to the 104 i don't think so <laughs> I think you are um, okay, trusting your so, value. I think you are inputting inputting your value of DK. Well, I'm also inputting the calculator's values. What? I, I I have a feeling that you. I bet you can get him for the 105 and 106. That was that was gonna be my question. Like, where's your line? Where's your line? I will take DK over this pick. So I want I, I want uh, Bijan. I want Gibbs. I want JSN over him. I want two quarterbacks over him. So 106 is where I would start thinking about it. And then you're uh, because for me, then it's then it's Addison and Addison and Johnston. Um I don't have their draft spots yet, so I can't say one way or the other, but that's where it is. It's the 106, 107 for me. Um, and I, I maybe I'm inputting my value of those top five rookies, but I, I think the fact that you have as we talk every single week, the pick gives that flexibility. Yeah. The the 104, it's not just the 104. It is the JSN or Gibbs, which gives you a market that is bigger than just DK Metcalf. It might be a quarterback. You yeah. literally at the 104 might be able to get Stroud or Young. That's way better than DK Metcalf. So the outcomes at the 104 never just to me that one of those quarterbacks would fall. That that I, is I mean. There, it, there it, they will. There is. will be drafts where somebody takes 
uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba in, in, in the second, third or second or third slot. There, there will be times when one of the quarterbacks goes first, actually. There will be times where we see Will Levis jump into the top three, probably. Yeah, I'm but- not taking him there, but we will see that. Yeah. I mean, it happens every year. And that because of that, you have to take the chance that the 104, the 104 just has outcomes that can go up higher because right. you, other okay, people might do things effort. in the draft you're not expecting. <laughs> so the 104 just has way, way more options and All better right. outcomes. You, you saved me. You convinced right. me. You were right. The 104 over DK, the 105, I, I'm taking DK. Uh, you moved all the way to the 105. The 105 is pretty much the same argument as the 104. You see, you realize that, No, it's right? not. Well, yes, it the, the idea of maybe able to getting Stroud or Young is really what pushed me back because yeah. I will take the, the wide receiver. It only takes one person. Exactly, which is them. why I'd hold on to the four. And then if someone else didn't take that guy at the 104, I would hold DK on my team and figure what else the heck it takes to get, get the five. five and I'll figure it out from yeah. there. But... I just I I'm a fan of the player, even when they switch to Gino and what should have been a pure run offense, DK still did really well. And oh, I'm looking forward to this list because I know this I know this tier of receiver in the calculator at least the last time I looked. It's and well, there is, it hasn't flipped. I, I put yet. one on. It's a very short list, and I put one of them more as just a joke to. Alave's so, above him. What? Yes. Olave's above him. I put Olave on there just to. I knew which one you were first. talking about right away. Yeah. So my list is Drake London, DK Metcalf, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is easy for me. It's Olave, Wilson, DK Metcalf, Drake London. Yeah. I. I and I mean, I, I can look, I don't have a problem if you go Drake London straight up over DK Metcalf. He's younger. And their offense can't be that bad again. It can be, but dear God, it, it actually can be and might be, and it'll be awful oh, the really worst thing in the world. Um, but that because because I'm a little tentative about that offense, that's why London is fourth on this list. But I mean, Olave and Wilson are easily above DK Metcalf. See, I knew this was I knew this was going to be your order, and mine's very different because you have DK Metcalf first. I have DK Metcalf. First. Oh my God, Russ. It's wrong. I get it. It is wrong. Um, I do have Drake London last. I was just curious. Like, I I know he should be below, and he was the least valuable out of all these wide receivers. But on the off chance that you just really cared that much about those, like, two, three years of wide receiver or the upside of what the Falcons offense can be, I I threw him in there anyway. But London is also less. So I have DK Metcalf. Drake London is four years younger. I apologize. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, Four years, that's a that's a whole contract, you know. Yeah, but you're, I mean, DK's 25. You still have yeah. two years. He's, he's he, not old. I'm not calling Or he's old. worthless yes. in Dynasty again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have Wilson above Olave. I don't have a strong reason why. I don't care if you have it the other way. I know John has it the other way. I mean, but, I do have it the other way, but I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate yeah. Wilson above Olave. I liked, like Wilson, I, well, like, I liked Wilson pre-draft before, above Olave. I saw what Wilson did. They both what technically what they both did without an actual quarterback throwing the ball. I mean, I let their quarterbacks be the deciding factor. In, I in think Olave didn't miss. I'm kidding. Neither play. has a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, neither has a quarterback. Yeah, Olave um, missed time, which I didn't like a couple of times. But Garrett Wilson is just a beast. They're both very good. Both very, yeah. very good. And then I put Drake better than DK. Honestly, Matt, yeah. two games into the season, Drake London can easily. Yeah. skip up this list 
Like yep. if they, it, if the world goes upside down, it doesn't down. even have to be two games into the season. All Atlanta has to do is sign or draft somehow, get a quarterback that they want to use. Like, in yep. as soon as that happens, <laughs> if the world goes upside down and the Ravens, oh let my God, or Jackson walk and he goes to the Falcons, it's Drake London's probably yeah. a top six wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that happens, good God, my oh my Kyle my Pitts, Kyle Pitts um, my Kyle oh my. Pitts takes will be uh, the worst they've ever been for some people. <laughs> I will be unbearable if he. I mean, look how much he's used Mark Andrews. Could you imagine if he's got exactly. Kyle Pitts? That, oh my God! Oh. I mean, that's I still don't think Lamar oh, goes. Anywhere. I might have to take some but time Baltimore, off talking to but, you and Bob if that and Matt if that happens. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you guys some calm down time before we record again. Yeah, that, that will probably be needed. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. So. No. But all right, tight end. Let's, let's tight knock end. out tight end here real fast. What this got, is going to be a quick one because it has absolutely nothing really to do with tight ends. Good. Because it's, it's tight ends. But I, I, need to, I, I, I want to talk about, about him too many weeks in a row. Yeah. I, I wanted to frame this from the point of view from Dallas Goddard because to me, he's one of those very top guys after the top tier. Yeah. Check this out. I, I clicked tight end premium because all of my leagues are. And this blew my mind. I was not ready for this. Dallas Goddard is worth 33.2 points. At 34 points is the 102. Oh, my God. Right? No. 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 Look, I like Dallas Goddard, but this is that's the picks by the smash. We had this discussion, I think, last year about Mark Andrews, how he was super valuable, but we still didn't want to give, like, the top five or six picks well, in the no, draft. Well, no, this year because we were talking about 23 picks. Oh, okay. Maybe it was this year. Then. We were all pretty much saying, like, the 110 to 112, even though we recognized that wouldn't get him. We didn't want to give up those picks. Now I think we I would probably give, move up. I mean, because, I would give all the way – I don't want to give the top five for Mark Andrews either. Exactly. Even though I should, <laughs> like uh, production-wise, youth. I mean, he's got plenty of plenty of years left. Like, but it's for like a tight 26? end, it feels for a tight end. That's nothing. And this is coming from me, who is willing to give whatever it takes to get Kyle Pitts. You yeah. know, like because he's only a tight end, but <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. Like, well, he is a tight end. I get tight end fantasy points for I him. Look, I look forward to Kyle Pitts bringing points. back the Jimmy Graham argument that he should get tagged as a wide receiver. Yeah, we'll see. First, they actually have to use him as anything. <laughs> so, all right. So fair. So clearly, we're not giving up the one hundred two for God no. And I'm not even going to bother. I think one hundred six is where you start talking, and it's it's for me. It's probably closer to. It's definitely not the top five. Um, I'm probably not giving up Addison or Quentin Johnston. So, um, so you're down to eight, seven. Yeah, I mean. See, I'd I, rather, would. I would rather have the wide receivers in in like a trade addicts league where you get 0.75 or I man leagues are out where you get two points per reception. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I would take Goddard over maybe depending on where Addison goes. If Addison goes as early as it seemed like he was going to and if he goes to a good team where I think he will produce like if he goes to the Giants, if he goes to one of those very wide receiver needy teams. Oh, I just saw that Daniel Jones wants more money than the Giants are offering him, which I can't. As he should. Is there is a good, it is a, it is a QB market for QBs right now. Like, I, just, 
I they like should demand every penny. He was just going to go back. But so, yeah, like at the 106 in a tight end premium league, I probably take Goddard for that. Like, I, if I want to get back in the draft, I'll find, like I said before with DK, I'll find another way to get into the draft. But I think the 106 for Goddard, who in a premium gets a lot of targets and is on a very good team, and you feel good putting him in your lineup every week, I'm, I'm good with that. So, this, again, this has nothing to do with tight ends. I want to go down the list of all the – in Superflex, Goddard is the 24th player overall. Oh, okay. This will be fun. Because comparing to the tight ends, I mean, there's – Makes no sense. It's a yeah. real clear division. Like, Goddard and Hawkinson, for me, after those top three. And then, like, it's how far apart are those two from Kittle and Friermuth? Kittle um, is the next tight end after Goddard at 30 overall. But – Regardless. Yeah, not for me. I'd have Hawkinson above him. But... He's number 34, so he's 10 away. So yeah. I'm just going to read down the list, and I want you to say, you know, Goddard or the player. I like and it. I'm going to start at the top, even though we shouldn't bother. Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, I'll take Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, absolutely. T. Higgins. Oh, I, I'll take T. Higgins. I did have to stutter on that one, though. Oh, not in the least T. Higgins. I understand. Jalen Waddle. Oh, this is Waddle easily. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Ooh, that's a good trade. Um, like if you're looking, if you need a tight end and you have like your, your roster is wide receiver heavy. I don't hate that trade to get Dallas Goddard because he's got more years left. Uh, in a vacuum, I think I'm still taking Tyreek Hill. Like if I'm in a startup, I'm probably, I'm drafting Tyreek Hill before I draft Dallas Goddard. Trade wise though, trade value and startup value, two very different things. Um, I could probably go either way trade value wise. Oh, see, I would want something added for Goddard. It wouldn't take a lot mid-second, call it a day, but still I want Tyreek. Uh the the order gets a little interesting. The next is Travis Etienne. Mm, I'm taking Goddard. I like Etienne a good amount though. I've drafted I've already drafted him several times, like in best ball leagues just for 2023. <laughs> like ETN just like sitting down there on the list. And I'm like, Ooh, I bet he's going to rise up these lists as, as the months go on. So but I'm, yeah, I would, I would take Goddard. I think that is fair enough. The two, like that trade to me seems very fair, but I would take ETN on the off chance. We see some running back injuries before the season because ETN found a way to turn himself into a top three running back during the season. I think he can keep himself as a top five running back during the season, which will keep his value higher than it should be. But I, I get that trade, especially now when you don't care about running backs. So we skip over George Kittle and we get to Christian McCaffrey. I want Christian I'm, McCaffrey. I'm taking Christian McCaffrey, yeah. Garrett Wilson. I'll take Wilson. I want Wilson. Austin Eckler. I think I'll take Goddard. I'll take Goddard. Just, I mean, the age and the change of the team. And they always want another running back. They just never find the right one to go along with him. Um, here's where we get, well, we're going to skip, we're going to ignore Olave, even though DK Metcalf is next and he's above Chris Olave. So DK Metcalf, Metcalf. (sighs) that feels extremely even to me. Um, do I have any other tight ends on my roster (laughs) or do I, or was I starting like, uh, Cole Komet every week or, Dawson, was I starting Dawson Knox and hoping for that touchdown? Um, if I need the tight end, I'm going with Dallas Goddard. 
if I happen to have like Pitts or Hawkinson, um, if I have Darren Waller, would I go for Goddard? If I have Darren Waller, I'd probably keep DK Metcalf and just hope that Darren Waller has. So you're not going to bring in a same tiered ish tight end at the cost of DK Metcalf. If it's upgrade for you, you will do it. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good way to explain it. All right, and now I'm going to lump together Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, the valuable older wide receivers that are still scoring points. Um, that's DK Metcalf could just be lumped into that group for me because the answer would be the same. Yeah, but I'm not calling DK Metcalf old. I so understand you don't want to, but value-wise, uh, the answer is the same. If it if it gets me a pretty good upgrade at my tight end spot, I'm doing it. If it doesn't, I'm not sacrificing one of those wide receivers to bring in a tight end that I basically already have. All right. And then two quick more because they're very different players. Josh Jacobs. Uh, definitely Goddard. <laughs> Just wanted to ask because of what everything he's done and where he might be going. And Drake London. Mm, interesting, but Goddard. See, lo- London is lower on the list. He's the bottom of the list of everyone I've read. I would hold on to London because if they do that quarterback thing, then... I think London's value springs over Goddard's. I would take that risk because I still, we've seen that London has the ability to score points if they remember that you have to pass the ball in football. It's not just actual football. You have to use your hands to throw it. All right. Well, that is, I just, it was another one of those things where like, let's talk about tight ends and the fact that either you get the stud or you just don't worry about it for a while because man, dealing with these second tier guys to me still feels like dealing with very good other positional players. So I, I just thought it was an interesting conversation to have, especially with John who has that same feeling of go big or go home ish. All right. Well, we're going to close down the floor of dynasty wall street. Thank you for joining us. Russ Fisher at dynasty outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF in spirit, Kane Vassell at Debbie underscore Kane ring the bell. We're out of here.